Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Today's episode is going to be a humdinger. I'm Siloan, and it is awesome to be with you. Hopefully you noticed the title. I know sometimes these just kind of autoplay, and you don't get a, really get a chance to look. But today's title, Peasants, Stay Home While We Feast. Peasants, stay home while we feast. I want to begin with a couple of quotes from some of our forefathers. A couple of men who helped fuel the revolution of 1776 that gave us this great country. The first from Samuel Adams. A general dissolution of principles and manners will more surely overthrow the liberties of America than the whole force of the common enemy. While the people are virtuous, they cannot be subdued. But when once they lose their virtue, then they will be ready to surrender their liberties to the first external or internal Invader. See, invaders can come from all sorts of places. Now, what is this really saying? That when people lose their principles and manners, they will be overcome by fear, ready to give up their liberties. That frightened Samuel Adams. You know, this is the first time in our country's history that you've been told you can't go to church. Think about that. <laughs> there have been wars, there have been famines, there have been plagues. You can't go to church. Don't do that. Now, if you want to go to Walmart... You just go right ahead with those employees that have been working 10-hour shifts and people putting their hands on boxes and foods and wearing masks and not wearing masks and when they wear them, not wearing them properly. But, you know, don't you go to church unless we say you can. And then another one from John Adams. The true source of our suffering has been our timidity. We have been afraid to think let us dare to read, think, speak, and write. Let it be known that British liberties are not the grants of princes or parliaments. I mean, there are a lot of people now not ashamed to say, shut up. Social media deciding what's right and wrong, what they're going to let people see. Politicians, universities, you name it. You know, if there's one thing I've never done is tell someone, shut up. You know, maybe my kids, if they're being naughty. But in public discourse and conversations, I want to hear what somebody has to say, even if it's crazy. For a long time, since I was a young man, anyone that would say to me, you can't say that, you're not allowed to say that, I have no trust for them. And see, and there's a greater problem, is that when you feel like you can't speak, when you can't let your opinion be known, it really does lead to a timidity in your life. It leads to an atmosphere where you just follow, where you just do what you're said, and that ultimately the powers, the people who tell you to shut up are, end up being the ones that feel like they are the ones that decide, that grant to you your liberties. Let it be known that British liberties are not the grants of princes or parliaments, but when we allow ourselves to be timid, when we don't speak up, when we don't discuss these things, that's exactly what happens. Now, right now, I'm going to give you an example of how crazy things are. 
COVID is real. It kills people. It is something that people need to be aware of. They need to take precautions from. It is no conspiracy theory. It's real. Now, isn't it sickening that I feel like I got to start my show today by saying that? Just so when I give a differing opinion to what the masses are saying, somebody doesn't like sit there and go, you want people to die. Of course, I don't want people to die. I don't want anyone to die. I want people to live in a free society where they can look out for themselves and be free. And that ultimately freedom saves lives, even when it's messy, even when it's dirty. But in our world today, you say something people don't like, you have a differing opinion. Where do people go? They want you to just shut up. They want to think the worst of your opinion. They don't want to listen. They don't want to consider. Can you listen? If you have a different opinion for me, can you just listen to me? Can you do so without getting emotional? Can you give me back your opinion? No, I don't want people to die. I want people to live, and I want people to live free. You know, how did we end up with politicians doing things like closing down a small business by not allowing eating outside, but allowing a huge Hollywood production across the street to have a huge food tent? How'd that happen? I mean, think about that. You've seen the pictures. You've seen the videos in the news. That poor woman who spent over $60,000 created an outside dining space where people were completely isolated. You could go there by yourself or with your friends. Nobody would be... No possibility of passing things from one person to another. She is told with these latest lockdowns, you can't even do that. And across the street are huge food tents for a huge Hollywood production that got a waiver. You think all those people in that tent are wearing masks? No, they're just like Gavin Newsom at the expensive fresh restaurant. Now, how does that happen? It happens because of the two quotes above. One, we've lost our virtue. What do people stand for? What do people do on Sunday morning? I mean, to me, the biggest thing of losing virtue, with I hope people, which might be a good thing of, of, of COVID, is people don't raise their own children. They let school do it. I mean, if your kids are, are educated by somebody else from the time they're, you know, three or four to the time they graduate high school, you didn't teach them. You didn't educate them. Now, if you send them to the type of school that you like, maybe you send them to a private school, maybe you send them to a Christian school, maybe you send them to a public school that has your values. And then you reinforce those values at home. Well, hey, good job. But is that most people? I don't think so. I don't think most people take a lot of time to think about what are the values school are teaching my kids. But I think recently people are waking up. They're waking up to that. And they're, and they're realizing that a lot of what we have today is because of that. And then secondly... You know, when you allow people completely out of touch with how you live, make decisions that influence your life so intimately that it's telling you where you can get food, where you can worship your God, okay? You end up with stupidity. You end up with politicians that destroy somebody's life, like that woman in Colorado, at the, at Cal, um, in California, while at the same time, enriching and giving favors and passing waivers for their friends 
you know, regions, states, cities, small towns, communities, they're all different. They're all different. In a free society, people in all those situations would be allowed and trusted to make decisions for themselves. But in a culture where you have the wrong opinion, you are silenced. And that's a dangerous place to be. See, this argument to me is not about COVID. I'm all for people being safe, for taking care of themselves. It's what the politicians and the people in social media and the princes and the kings have done to take advantage of this. I mean, I know COVID kills people. But the politicians know the numbers. They talk to the doctors. If it was as serious as they want to make us believe when they shut things down, do you really think you'd see them at restaurants with their masks off, hanging out with their friends? Do you really think you'd see them at parties, hanging out with people? You wouldn't. They'd be in bunkers, by the way. <laughs> they would be in bunkers and they'd be protected by hazmat suits that we don't have. But they're not. But they're not. And see, they know the data. They know the reality. They know what the numbers mean. You know, I just saw something that out in California that emergency rooms reached a certain limit where they did the lockdowns. But guess what? It does it every year during flu season, that the limit was not greater than it was a year ago. It was just some arbitrary number that Gavin Newsom said, when we reach this number, we're going to shut things down. But it's a number that they reach every winter, every Christmas. You know, people ask me sometimes, they go, why, why do you question masks? Well, here's the deal. You're not listening to me. I don't really question masks, okay? I question how masks are used. I question where they are used. I question data. I question how that data is gathered. I question how that data is determined. I question what inferences you make from that data. Well, you know what I do? I ask questions. I ask questions. When someone tells me, you know, and, and again, the lockdown's been different at different times. You know, I'm going to church now. But, you know, early on when people said, you can't go to church, wh why can't I go to church? Why does that data mean I can't go to church? Why does that data mean 20 people can't gather? You know, to me, and it started at the very beginning, and it's the thing I've never really seen a good answer to. You know, you would think that the, that the two places that you'd want to be the most protective of if COVID was as deadly and as serious as they say it is would be your home and where you get your food. <laughs> Think about that, you know, where you get your food, where people go and they're touching vegetables and they're touching things and they're putting things back. And then at home, I mean, you look at any data, where do you get COVID from? You don't get it from strangers. You get it from your family. Yet the two places that really have been locked down the least the whole time have been where you get your food and at home. I mean, early on, the one place you could go is Kroger's, man, and it was packed full of people. Now think about that, people taking home boxes Fresh produce that a lot of people have been in there touching it and handling it, okay? You are coming into closer contact with people and their fluids than anywhere else you would go on a normal daily basis, and that's the one place they leave open. And then at home, you know, until recently, they begin to say wear masks at home, but, you know, this whole thing like don't have Thanksgiving unless it's with your immediate family. Well, who do you get COVID from, your immediate family? Now, I can understand the reasoning if your family's got it. They don't want you to give it to somebody else. But think how very little is said about what you should do at home where it is most likely to be spread, okay? 
and we focus on this fear. If you go outside, you're going to get it from your neighbor or that person walking down the street. It's insanity. Now, let me say my position on this. You know, masks, at best, have a minimal impact on COVID spread. At best. The best study I found that does the best job of advocating widespread mask usage says at best it's going to limit the spread to about 2%. Now, I've seen other studies that it's going to limit the spread by 2% just for a limited amount of time, and that over time, there's actually no difference. Now, that's arguable. But what is inarguable is that if masks help, they help in a very small way. Now, right now, someone's saying, but you want people to die? No, I don't want people to die. But there are a lot of ways for people to die. There are a lot of ways for a country to die, for its spirit to be killed. Because here's my problem. Something that, with the best argument, has a minimal impact, leads to craziness, leads to the kind of crazy things that led to our revolution. You know, you force people to wear masks, and then all of a sudden you're looking for all kinds of things to tell them to do, thinking that you can control COVID. And you can't. It's a virus. And so that empowerment, that idea that sitting over here in our lofty thrones, we can tell you what you're going to do and how you're going to live to try to control something that's really uncontrollable. A virus is going to do what it's going to do. You know, to me, the most amazing thing is look at all the graphs and COVID spread, hospitalizations, you name it, and compare it. States with no restrictions, states with tight restrictions. And really, there's not much difference. COVID's going to do what COVID's going to do. Now, obviously, some places are worse. But look at the graphs. When, you know, when the graph is low, it's pretty much low everywhere. When the graph goes up, it pretty much goes up everywhere. When the graph peaks, it pretty much peaks everywhere. Now, those lows and those peaks and everything in between might be different based on different communities, but the virus is going to do what the virus is going to do. But when you think you can get on TV and say, everywhere you go, outside, wear a mask, what does that lead to? You know what it leads to? Casinos that are open and churches that are closed. It leads to schools that are closed, but Walmart is open with those same kids. It leads to small businesses being shut down, but big box stores open and thriving and tons of people going in and out. It leads to leaders in state capitals and big cities setting standards for small towns and rural communities. It leads to different opinions being shut down and ridiculed. Folks, there's no science. There's none that says, oh, you leave a casino open, but completely shut down a church. There's no science that says, yep, shut down a school, but leave Walmart open with tons of people going in and out of there. That's why I got a problem with this mass stuff, because it leads to that. And if they really believed it, they'd be in bunkers. You know, if they really believed it, if they really believed it, they'd be walking around in hazmat suits if it was that dangerous, but it's not. Remember, when they dine in mansions without masks, they are treating you like peasants. When they dine in their mansions, without masks. Remember, they are treating you like peasants. Till next time, my friends. Hopefully this fired you up one way or another. Feel free to send me hate mail. 
I will read it and listen to it and send you back a thoughtful response. Aim high, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter. I'm your host, Silouan. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.